welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I am so honored that you would take a few minutes to listen to this podcast. This is another one of our Healthy Leader episodes uh, where we've been talking about healthy leaders, healthy teams, healthy ministries. It's going to be kind of one of the new themes of some of the podcast episodes that we do here uh, at the KMC, and uh, we hope that there'll be a blessing to you. We want to encourage you. And uh, just if you want to know more, our sponsor episode is an in-house sponsor, and that is restoringleaders.org. If you are hurting, struggling with overwhelm, burnout, just in a challenging, challenging season, maybe you're in transition or considering a transition of ministry, we want you to know that Restoring Leaders is here for you. It's why it was created. It's a donation-based ministry. There is no set fee for one-on-one mentoring coaching. We just ask that you donate if you can so that we can keep the ministry moving forward. Or if you feel led to give uh, and support someone that may be hurting and going through a hard season, uh, we would love and be honored if you would take uh, some time to donate uh, and to give to support other ministry leaders where one day you may need it. Uh, yourself. But we want you to check out lots of things. In fact, there's still openings in our 2023 fall retreat in September of 2023. If you're listening to this, uh, you can check out the retreat page on our Restoring Leaders website. And uh, there is information on how you can get signed up for that. It's a four-day retreat where you can exhale, where you can rest, where you get refocused, renewed, and restored. And let me tell you, every leader needs to take a time like this. Uh, If you can't do it, we also have a personal retreat kit on the website that you can check out. um, And it includes even some coaching sessions to help you get started or to as you wrap up the the time that you set up. So anyway, check that out if you can uh, if you need it or if you know someone else that needs it, please share it with them. Let them know that it's available. We want to get the word out. So if you can help us do that, we would be grateful for that as well. There's also a Facebook group called Restoring Leaders where that's all we talk about is soul care. We talk about books and resources and different things, podcasts that you can grow from and help yourself with soul care because we need to keep that as a high priority. In fact, that's what's kind of inspired this episode. I had someone recently ask me, Tom, what do you do when you find yourself in a hard season? It's what I call a valley season. It's what I wrote my book about. Valleys are better than mountains. And it's available on Amazon. It's on th- on the website as well. Uh, but it, I wrote this book to help leaders that are going through challenging seasons because every leader, no matter how long you've been in ministry, whether you're just starting out or whether you've been in ministry for years, you're going to come to a challenging season, seasons where you could be spiritually dry, seasons where you're feeling restless, seasons where there's conflict or hardship, uh, opposition. Seasons of change and transition, whether you led it or you, whether you were on the 
receiving end of it. Uh, valley seasons are hard. And yet, I want to tell you, valley seasons are beautiful. And some people don't believe me. And that's why this question came up is, Tom, what do I do when I find myself in a valley season? Well, I, I wanted to do this episode because I know there are leaders out there that are, are going to go through this, or maybe you know. So if you can share this episode with someone that you know is going through a rough season, I hope it'll help. I hope it'll help you if you find yourself in one, um, whether you're there or not. So what do I do when I find myself in a valley season? Well, one of the first things that you have to do is you really have to stop and, and understand why you're there. And there's nothing wrong with asking the father, why am I here? Because the father loves to share with us his purposes. God promises that if you seek wisdom and you ask that he will give it to you. Well, you need wisdom to find out why are you there? Now, some valley seasons, some hard seasons are caused by humans, whether it's us or someone else. Let's talk about when it comes to us. Sometimes we as leaders self-sabotage. There are times where when we're running dry and when we're feeling uncreative, there are times where we create a challenging season. It's, it's a product of something we did, a decision that we made that we didn't think through or pray through, uh, we didn't get feedback for. There are times where leadership decisions create challenging seasons. And so we need to understand that. Maybe there's something there that we need to own and we need to figure out and set right. There are other times where it could be caused by someone else and we are collateral damage, so to speak. I've been a part of that situation where I served in a place where there were two leaders that were in conflict and they hid it from everybody else, but it caught up the rest of the staff team in it as well. We were all collateral damage. We were all wounded by it. We were all frustrated by it. We were all in a hard place because of it. Our sinfulness sometimes as humans creates challenging seasons. And so we have to ask, is this something I created? Is this something I walked into? Did I get off the path that God led me to? And now I find myself in a hard place, a challenging place, a, a valley season. So you have to ask why. Why am I here? Was it something that I did or and the consequences of those actions or, or words? Or was this caused by someone else? There are some things that you can control and there are other things that you can't. But here's one of the strongest things you need to know about this first thing. When you understand why, you either need to release it or you need to own it. And if, here's the thing. If you own it, you need to take stock into what happened, why it happened, what went wrong, why it went wrong, and how would I do it differently the next time. That's where wisdom starts to take over for us as leaders. Uh, when I was a young leader, I made a lot of foolish mistakes and the consequences put me into a hard season. Well, once I started to realize that, I understood why. I asked for forgiveness. I owned it. I didn't make excuses. I didn't say, oh, well, that was because of this and this and this. No, I owned it. It was a bad mistake, and I am sorry. I didn't, you know, when you make an apology, if you have to add clarifiers, you're not truly apologizing. You're just excusing. Don't try to justify it. Just own it. That's the sign of a mature follower of Christ is that we own our mistakes, our sinfulness. 
We don't make excuses. When I made the choice, I made the choice. No one forced me to make that decision. And that's why I'm here. There's other times, like I said, that sometimes it's caused by others. And we have a choice to release. We can forgive and let go of it. Uh, or we can forgive and put up a boundary around it. But there are places and decisions that have to be made. But there is no reason that we have to carry it. So many of us put wounds and hurts and hard things into our pack and think we have to lug those things around from place to place. I was just talking to a leader not long ago, and they were talking about how they've been serving in a place that is so healthy and so wonderful, but yet they keep waiting for the other shoe to drop, the negative things to happen, where they're going to get whacked or hurt or bitten, as I say. Sometimes sheep bite and shepherds throw stones. Again, that's a book that's coming. It's in the works. Uh because I'm going to talk about hurt and and how it 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 pulls us backwards and and restricts us from achieving all that God has for us. So when we're in a valley season, we have to know: is this something that's worth offend being offended over? Is this something worth caring? If it is, well, how long should you carry it? Well, only as long as necessary. Jesus doesn't expect us to carry burdens. He says, "Bring the burden to me, and I will carry it for you." But so we have to learn to release it. So again, do we own it? Do we release it? It's important for us to understand that. Here's a second strong tip that I recommend. And as I work with leaders on a coaching mentoring journey through restoring leaders, and sometimes even in KMC coaching, uh, as part of what we do in, in our leadership coaching journey, is we talk about soul care and dealing with these kind of things. Uh, one of the, because I, I think it's it's being a healthy leader as we have to know how to handle these seasons where we're not going to get everything the way we want it or we're not going to have all the volunteers we need. And what do we do? How do we make it through those hard seasons? Well, here's another thing that I've learned. You have to walk and not run. You cannot run in the valley without endangering yourself or those that you lead. So you have to walk. And I think that's the pace that Jesus sets for us. But unfortunately, we as leaders are constantly go, 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 go. And maybe we just need to learn how to still be still and truly know. We read that scripture. We talk about it. We teach it. But most of us leaders have a hard time personally applying it. Be honest. Do you run everywhere you go? Are you always on the run? Are you always busy? I had somebody tell me one time at a church, man, you always are moving and going and going. Do you ever slow down? That wasn't a compliment. That wasn't a, hey, you're so productive. That was, I don't have time to talk to anyone. And I was demonstrating it because I was always on the blur, moving Mach 4 with my hair on fire. So as leaders, are you walking? When you get into a challenging season, you just want to get out of it. I understand that. The first instinct is to run out of it. But Jesus tells us to be still and to know. When he told Elijah in his challenging valley season, he said, go into the cave and, and step back because I'm going to show you some things. He had to sit there. It, who knows how long this event took? We don't get that picture in scripture, but I think, I think he was there for a time. But then he also had to walk to his next assignment. He couldn't run. So we need to be thinking about 
how, how, what's my pace when I'm in a valley season? And am I trying to run out of, am I trying to force my way out? When you're in the valley season and you know you're in, in the valley and there's mountains surrounding you, you know you can't just climb up and go straight up the wall. You have to find the right path and it's going to have switchbacks and turnarounds and you're going to go up and down and, and side to side, but you're going to make progress if you walk it. But the moment you try to get off trail and run up the mountain, you're either going to slide back down on your keister or you're, you're going to find yourself so wiped out that you just put yourself in a burnout place in a darker, darker and deeper valley. So I want to challenge you. If you're, if you're finding yourself in a hard season, ask why. Figure out what's the cause. Then what's my pace in this season? What do I need to slow down? Maybe what is it that I need to stop doing or I need to let go of? What is it that maybe I'm carrying some unforgiveness in my heart that I need to let go of? Or maybe I need to choose not to be offended that the pastor told me, no, I couldn't have this or that. And here's the other thing. Stop comparing your season with someone else's. You can get on Facebook and look and, and, and ask questions and, and see people that are, it feels like, wow, they've got everything I, I've ever dreamed of having. If I only had that, I would be super successful. I'd have all the volunteers I needed and all this. Stop. Just stop it. Get your eyes off of everybody else. Get your eyes off of social media. Everybody always puts their best stuff out there, not their worst stuff, not their struggles. Let me tell you, as a as a for, as a children's pastor, <laughs> uh, it's hard. It, I know it's hard, and I know it's tempting to look around you, especially when you're in a hard season. You want to look. You want to get your eyes somewhere else. You want to be back up on the mountaintop and you want to hurry up and do it. And you'll do anything that you can and you'll grab at things that don't really help. You'll buy some course because somebody, some called, you know, Kidman Celebrity promotes it. And, oh, I got to have that. Stop. What you need is to sit before the Holy Spirit and before the Father quietly and patiently and Say, teach me. I want to wrap up this episode because I wanted to keep this one brief with three prayers that you can pray when you're in a valley season. These all come from Ephesians chapter three, and they're very powerful scriptures that I think are very transformational for all of us. It says, and this is Paul writing, who's sitting there strapped to a, a Roman guard in a prison, not a country club. He's not at the epitome of success. He's not sitting in some fancy palace. Uh, he's sitting in jail. And he humbles himself and he says, for this reason, I kneel before the father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. And I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. One of the first 
prayers you need to pray when you're in a hard season is, Lord, strengthen me. Lord, in your name, I'm asking, will you strengthen me? Strengthen my inner man, my inner woman, the inner being. Lord, I'm created in your image. Will you strengthen me? We need God's strength when we're walking in the valley seasons, when we're feeling dry, when we're feeling uncreative, when we're feeling spent, when we're feeling underappreciated, unknown, unworthy, when we're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome. We need to ask the Lord, according to your riches, Father, will you strengthen me with your power through your spirit? Why? Because it's in Christ that he may dwell in your hearts through faith. Paul said, I, I want you to realize that Christ is in you and he dwells in you. And it's in your life that with your faith, you express it, that you know he is there and he will strengthen you. A second prayer that we should pray is found in verse 17 in the last half. It says, and I pray that, that you being rooted and established in love, the second prayer is, Lord, strengthen my roots, meaning what do you really know about the Father and what he says about you and your identity? Is your identity wrapped up in what you do rather than what who you are in him? Is your identity wrapped up in your service, in your position, in your title? I've said this before, I'll say it again. Some of us are so strung out on getting a title, getting that acknowledgement, because we want that human acknowledgement. Isn't Christ's acknowledgement enough? Isn't his dwelling in you enough? Well, if your roots aren't deep and wide, no. You're, you're looking for human strength in those roots. I want to challenge you to ask God to strengthen your roots and establish them in his love. Realizing that his love is enough. He loves you more than you could think or imagine, my friend. Sometimes we forget that. We forget. We feel so alone and so isolated. The enemy roars so loud that we forget that the spirit is constantly whispering, you are loved, you are chosen. Before the foundation of the world, earlier in, in the book of Ephesians, he says, before the foundation of the world, you were chosen. <laughs> so we need to ask God, strengthen me, strengthen my roots in your power and in your love. You need to join together and re remember that how deep and wide and long and high is the love of Christ. Do you remember that, my friend? Do you remember that? Maybe you need to stop and pause this podcast and just acknowledge the fact of how wide and long and high and deep the love of Christ is for you. And to know his love, that it surpasses all understanding, all knowledge. That's big. That's huge. It's bigger than anything you could think. And then here's the last prayer in the valley season. Lord, would you fill me to the fullest? He says in verse 19, and that to know this love and that it surpasses knowledge and that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And if you think about through scripture, there's always this talk of how, 
Jesus was in the fullness of the Father, the fullness of the Spirit. And here Paul is saying, look, I want you to know your measure of the fullness of God. I want you to be filled up. I want you to be overflowing. I want you to be abundantly excited and abundantly resourced and abundantly courageous and abundantly creative and abundantly filled with power because Christ dwells in you. He loves you. He strengthens your roots. And then he wraps it up with this great benediction. And now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or think or imagine, according to his power that is work at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. My friends, when you find yourself in a valley season, I pray that you would pray, pray these three prayers and that you would be strengthened and that you would have resolve and resiliency to keep pushing through. Trust me, valley seasons don't last forever, but they do last so that you can learn, so that you can become more in the fullness of Christ. There is a purpose to the valley season. You gain wisdom if you're teachable. If you walk in it, if you embrace it, if you need help, if you need someone to talk this through, please reach out. Go to restoringleaders.org and hit the clarity call button and set up a 30-minute call. I'd love to sit and listen to your story and help you. Pray these prayers with you. Serve you. Check out the resources. Check out my book if it will help you. It's a simple little book that goes through and guides you through. Each little chapter is very simple, very quick and easy. But at the end of each chapter is a little section called Pause by the Stream. And my encouragement is, is just to sit there and, and to rest and, and to think about some things. I'm not a prolific writer, <laughs> but I just shared my heart in this little book. And you can pick it up on Amazon or, or like I say, on my website, whatever. But I believe it'll help you. Um, I'm here to serve you if there's anything I can do for you. I, I sincerely mean that. It's what I do. So if if I can help you in any way, if you need leadership coaching and you want to build systems and structures and teams, check out kmccoach.net. If you need soul care help, if you feel like you're in a valley season and you don't know how to get out and you need someone to guide you who's been there, because I've been there. I've been in the valley a few times. I know how to walk through it. I know how to walk beside people. I've helped lots and lots of people through the valleys and they're on the other side of it. Uh, I'd love to serve you in that. I pray this podcast has been encouraging to you. It's gone a little longer than I planned on and I hope that you've listened all the way to the end. And if you have, thank you. And thanks for sharing this podcast. Share it with somebody else that you know that might be going through a hard season. Share it in other Facebook groups if it'd be encouraging to them. Subscribe, send, put up a, a review. And uh, if, if join the Facebook groups for Restoring Leaders or Kid Ministry Collective, we'd love to have you. God bless you. Thanks for listening and join me for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders, and if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. 
We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.